Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading from the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is coming from the illustrious pages of the mighty, mighty Reddit. Now, Reddit, as you might know, is a giant collective of people known as Redditors who share things and all manners of little sub-Reddits. Um, there's some really entertaining ones. You have uh, r slash atheism, all kinds of fun stuff, WTF, uh, whatever. And one of the more popular Reddits, uh, I'm guessing because I don't know, is Ask Reddit. And Ask Reddit, you people just ask the general Reddit community, you know, a question. And a lot of questions get asked over and over again. But every once in a while, one of the questions gets asked and gets a, a lot of answers. And so, we'll be reading from an Ask Reddit posted by QF483, in which they asked, What's the most porn plot-like scenario to have occurred to you, IRL? And it has 288 comments. And so we'll begin with the responses. And the first one we'll read is from Manfis, who writes, Me and this girl I like go to a party for my friend, which it's his first time ever drinking. There's probably like 25 other people there that I don't know. So my friend and his GF invite me and my girl to go to the hot tub with them. It's the friend's GF's house, so we follow them over there behind the house, where they proceed to get completely naked and get in the hot tub. Me and my lady just strip to our underwear. About ten minutes later, the entire party comes to the hot tub and sees us naked, so a couple more guys strip down and a couple more girls strip down. Some of both sexes get naked, others just underwear. The rest of the party moves on and leaves the now tenish naked people in the hot tub. About half of them get out. The rest of us are all hooking up with someone in the hot tub, even a couple of gay guys. Everyone eventually gets out and goes somewhere to have adult relations. And Cock Image writes, In college, a girl and her roommate wanted to shave my chest hair into the shape of a martini glass. It sounded titillating, but ended up being kind of boring, actually. Normally, this would be a throwaway account kind of thing, but their other roommate told the story at my wedding. She was the maid of honor. So I guess it's kind of out there already. And effing genius writes, Post first threesome awkwardness. Roasted a girl at a festival with a... (laughs) Roasted a girl at a festival with a friend I had only known for about a week. And after it was done and we were getting dressed, I propositioned him for a high five and he said, his voice shaking, Don't touch me. The girl then evidently to wash up jumped into the nearby river, completely nude, in the early dawn in northern Canada, submerged and swam out of sight. We stood on the bank, mouths agape, until after an eternity one of us said, Is she okay? When she surfaced again, she did that three times and then left with all of our booze. And the janitor's mop adds, I was at a concert back in the day. Random hot girl came up to me and said, Are we gonna fuck or what? Had no idea who she was, figured she was sent by a friend, and just went along with it. Took her back to my buddy's place, did her like a madman, and then took her home. Purposefully kept calling her the wrong name and treating her like a dog. She loved it. She was my booty call for three months until she said, let's get dinner. My response, get the fuck out. And WJE Scott writes, about eight years ago, I was installing high-end home theater systems as a side job. Didn't do it for the money. Just enjoyed test driving people's systems. I used this software on my laptop that would measure the white noise in a room so it could get speaker guidance down pat. I'm down in this $90,000 room working on getting the correct aim down on a particular side channel on a ladder moving it around a bit. I forget that my laptop has a screensaver that has a large-chested nude woman scrolling across it. Client's wife comes in, a bit older than I, early 50s, I was early 30s. She asks me if the equipment will be set up before the weekend. I say, no problem, doing my last adjustments. She glances down at my laptop at the lady scrolling across it. She says, you know, tits don't stay like that. 
I said, yeah, I know, but I still like looking at them. She goes, oh, really? I had quite the rack when I was younger, and she laughs. I say, well, from where I'm sitting, you've still got it going on. She totally did. I turn around to finish the adjustment, and when I turn back, she's got her top and bra off. Mad, sexy times ensue on the leather theater chairs in the front row. Her G-cups smothering me the whole time. And name deleted writes, During summers in between high school, I used to manage a country club pool. I had five lifeguards under me. It was a pretty easy job because most people in the neighborhood had their own pools, so people rarely came to swim. One night while we were closing up shop, I remembered at the last minute that I needed to adjust the pH and vacuum the pool because my boss was coming to check out the place the next day. I asked a couple of my lifeguards to stay and help me, but only one could. She was 15 and pretty... developed. I was 17 at this point. We started cleaning the pool, and after a while she asked me if I wanted to swim to cool off. I detected no flirtation. Although it was nighttime, Tennessee in July is stupid hot. (laughs) Although it was nighttime, Tennessee in July is stupid hot, so it was a reasonable request. I agreed, and we jumped in. The water felt great. I stayed on one side of the pool, and she stayed on the other. I really didn't know her too well, but at the high school she went to, she was apparently fairly popular. I was kind of a loner and pretty antisocial, so I didn't really ever try to converse with her. I had noticed how extremely attractive she was. Whenever we would be working together, I would usually completely ignore the pool pretty much all day and stare at her tits in that little lifeguard suit behind my sunglasses. So when I felt the water move around me in the pool as she swam up, I was pretty surprised. I immediately turned around and realized how close she was. She pressed her hips against my crotch, and my insta-boner pressed back. I was so taken aback that I realized I had a lot of pool water in my mouth, so I kind of choked when I breathed in. She didn't laugh. She just looked right at me. She started to untie my bathing suit, and before I knew it, she had my dick in her hands. She pulled the crotch of her bottoms to the side and took off her top and started to slide me in. She was incredibly tight, and it was pure bliss. It only lasted for about a minute and a half. It was my first time. And when I was done, she turned around and swam away. She got out of the pool, dried off, and started walking home. She lived in the neighborhood. By the time I got out of the pool, I was so confused and happy that I just had to sit there for a bit. She ended up moving away the next summer, and we never really talked again. I never figured out why she did it, but I expect she was curious and experimenting, and I was older and near her. TLDR lost my virginity to a girl in a pool who surprised sexed me and then moved away. And Family Man writes, My D-bag ex-friend cheats on his wife. She finds out and kicks him out of the house. The next day, she wants to go out drinking and dancing with me and my wife. Partway through the night, her and my wife were making out. By the end of the night, sexy drunk threesome. The best part about it was the sexy morning threesome that happened after breakfast. And Gorchitsa writes, Okay, here goes nothing. This might not be the most porn-like scenario, but it was certainly the weirdest. Call me a liar if you want, but it is what it is. I was friends with a girl that I met early in Univ. We still remain good friends, although I feel a bit awkward. At the time it happened, we knew each other for four years. And I repeat, we are friends. Some interest might have been there, but I had a couple of girls, she had a guy, all of our communication was academic or usually buddy-buddy talking shit about life and watching documentaries. One of these nights, I was single for a while and she ended her relationship because she was too needy. We got some crunchy Cheetos, a few sandwiches, and I was at her apartment to watch War of the Worlds. Halfway through it, she pauses the movie, turns to me, and in all seriousness had this conversation. I want to ask you something. Would you make a baby with me? You want a baby? Yeah. Would you have one with me? Right now? Sure, we could start trying right now. Yeah. You're probably saying, Gorchitsa, you fucking idiot. Who the hell decides to intentionally make a baby on impulse? Well, an idiot, I suppose, but that was me then. 
She was a nice person and could make a good mother. She looked like she really wanted one. The awkwardness of having sex with a good friend or the excitement of getting my dick wet did not play much of an impact. We both decided right then and there that we were going to try for a baby because we could both make good parents. There was no awkward giggling or talking. We walked into her bedroom, took off our clothes, made out and got comfortable with each other's bodies, put a pillow under her hips, and made it. I stayed overnight and in the morning had a shower, breakfast, talked about how great last night was, and left her place with a kiss. It's only after two days that I critically thought about what I had done and what I was getting into and freaked out. She called me to come back to her place to continue working on it. I asked to meet her in a coffee shop nearby and told her I did not feel comfortable having responsibility for caring for a child at this moment. But if our actions resulted in a child, I would take full responsibility and we will raise it together as proactive parents. She said she will leave it up to fate and if I change my mind, that she is still serious. She will not wait for me and will only do something that serious with someone she trusts. Happily for me, it did not get her pregnant. We still talk and chat, but I try to avoid going to her apartment now, not to lead her on. She got a boyfriend recently, which I am overwhelmingly relieved for. However, there is an element of sadness that I might have... However, there is an element of sadness that I might have let someone great get away. But doing otherwise in promising relationships would have been selfish. Anyway, this is my weird story. Don't know how relevant it is, or if it reads like a Meyer novel. And Zeev105 writes, Came back from a few days to find ex-girlfriend, who I was still living with at the time, and her best friend hanging out for the night. Sometime later, I got called into the bedroom, first threesome. Years later, the friend, who I had hooked up with several times after the aforementioned night, called me out of the blue. She was in her apartment, about to do a female work colleague, and thought I might like to join in. Hell yes. Still kicking myself many years after the last unsuccessful event, my then-GF, completely unrelated to earlier, asked me to pick her and her best friend up from a pub late one Saturday night. After an aborted attempt at skinny-dipping on the way home, their idea, back at friend's place she puts on, you can leave your hat on, and my girlfriend starts stripping. I was too stupid to take advantage of it, and in hindsight, after much suggestive behavior by both girls, it fizzled out. And lazy cunt ads. A couple of months ago, when I was still a delivery driver, we got an order about 10.27 p.m. We were supposed to stop delivering at 10.30, and I was a little annoyed I would now be getting off later than expected. To make things worse, my manager said it might be a fake order because the people on the phone kept laughing, and it took him a while to find the actual street on our map. I told him she'd just call back and tell him to come pick it up, but he wouldn't. Fast forward 25 minutes, and I'm at the front door of the customer. Two beautiful Caucasian women answered the door. I spotted a third one sitting on the couch. I instantly smiled. There was a blonde and a brunette at the door. They must have been 20 to 24. I started making small talk, asking how their night is. They smile, talk, and have some laughs. They pay for the pizza. I hand it to them. The blonde laughs, and I kid you not, asks, So, would you like your tip in money or titties? I pondered my option and asked, Can I have both? Thinking I could outsmart them. The blonde laughs. Nope, you can only have one. Titties, please. So they go for their shirts, pause, and the blonde says, Wait, can we have our change back? Damn, they remembered, I thought. So I give them their change, and bam, two perfect in their own respects sets of titties. They jump a couple of times, play with them, and just smile and laugh. Well, that was the best tip I ever received. Make some more small talk, get in my car, and leave. Best delivery ever. TLDR, I didn't make it past the first scene. And Disco Ball writes, My wife and I took a mutual female friend out to dinner. Then we went out drinking. By 1 a.m. we decided it was too far to drive home and we'd get a room for the night. Hotel gave us a room with a king bed, so we all squeezed in. I was feeling frisky, but knew nothing would happen with a friend there. But I gave Miss a long, passionate goodnight kiss. Then she said, don't forget to give her a goodnight kiss too. 
we went to sleep about four hours later. And Nurgle Plague writes, Back when I was in university, I was sitting in my apartment late on a Saturday night working on a large essay, 40-pager, due the following Tuesday in class, graduate class, MA History. My co-renter, who dealt pot on a fairly large scale to fund his engineering degree, decided it would be a great night to have a party. As I am working away, door closed, two very attractive girls come barging into my room, drunk and high, fall into my bed and start making out pretty hardcore, kissing and groping each other, hands in each other's pants. At first they didn't notice me at all, but I turned my computer chair around and said, well, hello, ladies. The redhead looked a bit surprised when she looked up, but the brunette was just more turned on. She pulled her hand out of the redhead's jeans, smiled at me, and did the classic, quote-unquote, come hither with her index finger. It was a great night, except the redhead was really not into guys and sort of freaked out when she saw my penis. It's not that ghastly, I assure you. The brunette, she was just awesome. She coaxed the redhead along and turned it into a fantastic time. My first and only threesome. The only downside? B-plus in the essay because it was a day late. And May Kit Rain writes, I've told this story before. Back from basic training and my engagement had fell through, so I asked my best girlfriend to call up the sluttiest friends she had and I was going to do as many as possible. She said, fine, be at the house by eight. Show up, no one's home. I hear from the bathroom that she had to shower and that she'd be ready. Go to her dad's bar, serve a drink, and immediately turn on the Spice Channel. They stole cable. Ten minutes in, she comes out in a towel, sees me, and says, that bad, huh? Don't know what came over me, but I said, yeah, I'd have sex with you right here, right now. She walks over to me, grabs me by the hand, takes me to her room, drops a towel, and we proceed to have fuck nasty sex. That was 10 years ago, and is still ranked number one in my top sexual encounters. Number one for several reasons. One, she was my childhood best friend. Two, she was a smoking hot softball player, so she had a banging body. Three, she knew how to fuck. Not make love, not have sex. Fuck. Not to mention her brother could have come home at any time and murdered me senseless good times. And Bival writes, I don't know if this is the situation you're looking for, but here's my story. I used to deliver pizzas, and one night was really busy, and I had three orders to take in one drive. At the time, I had a girlfriend who was babysitting at a place that was five minutes from the store. So I take my first delivery, and then my girlfriend calls me to stop by. So I park my car across the street, turn off the topper, and run to the house, and she was at the front door waiting. She was babysitting two kids. One was four and the other was eight, and she had just put them to bed. When she grabbed me and led me to the parents' room, and we both knew what was going to happen. We had some intense sex for about ten minutes when I realized that I still had some orders to take. So I tried to finish, and she got on her knees, took the full load on her tits, and I kissed her goodbye and ran out of the house to the car. I turned on my car and saw that the parents were just pulling in. Then I took my next two deliveries, and one lady gave me a $15 tip. Went back to work, got high, and ate some pizza. Awesome night. And Enigma Machine writes, So I was on a date with a girl who initially said that she really liked football players. I said, cool, I used to play football, should be fun. So we're having a good time. She proceeds to tell me how she is quote-unquote comfortable with her body. Me being kind of playful said, yeah, I am too. One time I had sex in a movie theater. I used to work at a movie theater in high school and managed to do it at night without getting caught. She tops my story by saying she let the entire WCC offensive line run a train on her and her friend at a party a week ago. She then asked if I wanted to go to the bathroom for some quote-unquote public fun. I stood up, walked over to the waitress, gave her a 20 for the meal, and walked out the front door. And Funk in the Trunk writes, The day after my roommate banged our neighbor chick during a hurricane party, she came around sniffing for more. He was out, so she sat down and we talked a little, until she found a deck of XXX porno cards I'd accidentally left on a table. She started looking at them and was soon visibly turned on. I made a joke of how interested she was in one of the pictures, and she said, quote-unquote, 
I'd like to do that right now. Fearing my roommate would come home before I could have a crack at her, we went to her place. I had the most pornographic fuck of my life on her sofa. For her, the shocker should be renamed the comforter. I finished all over her face as the good Lord intended. Ah, college. And Dutchman x86 writes, My junior year of college, I started talking to this cute girl I knew from high school. We both came home from summer break, and I run into her when I meet up with a group of friends downtown. Both of us have quite a bit to drink and are having a blast. As a bonus, she had offered her mom's place for us to stay at early on in the night, since it was a reasonable cab ride or kind of a long walk as it ended up that night away. As closing time approaches, it becomes clear that I will be the only one taking her up on the offer and we end up leaving the bar. On the way, we find a construction site and start having a photo shoot of each other sitting on various bobcats, steamrollers, cranes, etc. Sexual tension is building. We continue our way and get back to her mom's place around 6 a.m. When we get back to her place, we don't waste much time and start doing it. The girl's mom turns out to be a nurse, and unbeknownst to me, she was working the night shift. The girl and I are still going at it when she gets home. Curious as to what the noise may be in the guest bedroom, she decides to check on her daughter. Unfortunately for her, it was difficult to see her because she was obscured by a tall, pale guy's ass, which is about five feet from the door she had just opened. She looked at me and said, wow, what a handsome ass, and joined in on the sex, and we had a two-hour-long threesome. Wait, no, that didn't really happen. The mom looked at us in horror, muttered something like, oh my God, and closed the door. In our drunken stupor, we continued doing it, and in the morning had flashbacks of her mom that we weren't sure if they had actually happened or not. It certainly did, though, as indicated by the note left next to the bed. And Irish American writes, My 21st birthday. Went to a bar with my friends, had a few drinks, started playing dumb drinking games with a group of girls at the table next to us, in particular a hot redhead and a hot blonde. As the bar was closing, the redhead grabs me and gives me a really hot kiss and asks me to take her back to her place. We get back to her apartment, adult situations ensue. Right in the middle of it, she gets up and tells me she forgot something. Assuming she meant birth control, I wait patiently. She comes back a minute later with her roommate, the hot blonde. She undresses the blonde, they make out in front of me for a few seconds, and then attack me. Very adult situations ensue. In the morning, I wake up and leave. The best part, I never got either girl's name. Jeez, okay. <laughs> and phallic ads. Literally the first night I moved into university accommodation, there was a big party in the dorms. After I got sufficiently drunk, I took myself back to my room and climbed into bed. About ten minutes later, there was a loud slamming on my front door. There were four bedrooms in my flat, but I hadn't met any of my flatmates yet. A ridiculously drunk girl was standing there, and she yelled at me. Is this Jess's room? I told her that I had no idea, and she just barged past me and screamed, Oh, well, I guess I'll sleep here then, then took off all her clothes except her shirt and climbed into my bed. Completely bemused, I climbed in after her, and we had slippery, drunken sex that reeked of booze. The next morning, I woke up with the memories of the night before slowly seeping back in to see her standing in the middle of my bedroom, jumping up and down, trying to put her jeans back on. It was at that point that I realized that she was actually really hot. She turned to me, and noticing that I had woken up, she winked at me and said, That was fun. I'll see you around. Then basically skipped out my front door. I don't think I ever saw her again. Or if I did, I didn't recognize her. What a champion. And Zev105 writes, I'm pretty sure I came close to getting that as well, that being a threesome. My GF had no doubts whatsoever that this is exactly what I wanted, and with whom, either of her two friends. Anyway, the three of them took me out to dinner on my birthday, and on the way back to the car, talk unexpectedly turned to boobs. I think they chickened out in the end. My GF wouldn't admit that that is what they had in mind, but sometime later she told me that they actually made me a video that I would like, but again they chickened out and erased it before I saw it. 
frowny face emoticon. And Vuel writes, Girl hit my car and gave me a BJ. Edit. Wrote this on my phone, plus read it downtime, so let me elaborate. At an ex-GF's pool party, she had a busty friend. We all decided to go see a movie. I was parked right behind her, and she backed right into me. She kept apologizing, so after the movie we checked out my truck, no real damage. I said something sly like, the least you can do is come hang out. So we went bowling, had a late night snack, and she gave me my first BJ until finish in the truck. And very good girl writes, I met a guy who was DJing at a party at a bar. Ended up meeting him back at his place after going to another bar. I walk in, he takes me up to his room, and while we're having sex, he asks if his mate can join us. I was a bit taken aback, mumbled something like, whatever. And the next thing you know, he's texting his mate who shows up in the room two minutes later. My first threesome ensued. And she continues. I guess I could provide more details as I'm a bit bored at work. But what else is there to say? The guys were basically doing their best Eiffel Tower imitation ever. I was enjoying being totally drunk and taken advantage of by these two guys I'd never met. I seem to recall another friend of theirs coming into the room and checking out the scene. If I recall correctly, he stuck his finger in my ass before he left the room. I assumed they'd all done it before. Hey guys, if I hook up, I promise to share her. And I was impressed by their plum for 20-year-olds. It all came to an end when we broke the bed, and I walked home feeling like a porn star. And Titus033 writes, I had a blowjob from ex-girlfriend, and her cousin watched us while she was masturbating. In the end, she wanted to participate, but ex-girlfriend didn't allow it. And finally, actually obtuse writes, So, when I was a junior in high school, I was over at a friend's house with another mutual friend. My friend's mom was out of town for the weekend, so being 16, we decided to rip bong bowls in his basement and drink some beers. So my friend gets off the phone at one point and told us there were four sophomore chicks coming over. They were from a different school in the area, and I didn't know any of them, but to my surprise, they were all four really sexy. Fast forward a couple of hours, and a few beers did some work on a 16-year-old. At some point, it ended up being me, one of my friends, and these three girls. My other friend took one of the girls to his mom's bed. Couldn't do that. Sitting around the living room when one of the girls finds a Tabasco bottle and says she wants to play spin the bottle. These chicks were 100% sober and still 100% down to get dirty. They'd make out with each other, with us, two at a time with us. I didn't think it could get any better until my friend playing with us asked one of the girls if she wanted to go upstairs. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, which one shall I claim? I needn't wonder anymore. Before I knew it, these girls were taking off each other's clothes, asking me how badly I wanted them both at once. Needless to say, the second time having sex in my life was a threesome with two sexually, morally apathetic, confused high school girls. After that, I never saw any of those girls again in my life until my senior year of college. I was in the student union sitting at a computer lab when someone came and sat at a computer next to me. I looked over and saw it was one of the girls from that threesome. We made eye contact, both knew exactly who each other were, and abruptly, I stood up and left. Did not know how to start that convo. These are interesting stories, don't you think? Um, and of course, who knows how many of them are real, but they all seemed plausible enough. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, trying to think. You would think I would remember if I had been in a threesome. I've been in things that were starting to be threesomes that ended up not being threesomes. But there's always that there was that thing, the ultimate male porno fantasy of the threesome. Um, nowadays, I think, if I was in a threesome, uh, you know, I can guarantee that there's going to be two people very disappointed. One of them is not going to be me. Yeah, I might feel. Anyway. <laughs> Um, well, what did you think? Have you been in a weird 
corner-like situation. I don't, uh, I don't believe I, I don't, uh, whatever. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna compare myself to these people. Times have changed. You young people are morally bankrupt. I don't, uh, you know, and you share, you're sharing all this stuff willy-nilly on the internet with people. Ugh, filth. I would never share <laughs> like that. Anyway, um, so anyway, the year is coming to a close. I just wanted to say thanks to everyone for another listening to another year of Lou Reads here at the end. Um, I'm going to try to get one more episode in before the new year. Don't know if I'll get it in there before Christmas, but um, wouldn't that be a Christmas miracle? Um, I wanted to thank everyone who um, uh, has taken me up on my offer to record things for them. Uh, I've got some really interesting things that I'm recording. Um, none of them I can share at the moment, but uh, soon enough, after the new year, I'll get permission from people I'm recording stuff to uh, to share with you to see what people chose for me to do and me to read. I promise you'll be amazed. And the other thing, oh, I was going to say, um, I still have plenty of magnets. If people want magnets, please let me know. Um, again, I'm not demanding that you give me any money for the magnets. If you want to send me a dollar PayPal, that's fine. I'd appreciate it because that pays for the the magnet and the envelope and the stamp almost doesn't actually cover the whole thing, but just so that I'm not losing money <laughs> on every magnet. Um, and these magnets hold things that are in a whole new design. They're not the old design. Um, so that you got that going for you. And um, I've received some very generous donations. And I'm very thankful for those. So thank you to you people out there who've been giving donations. I really appreciate it. You know, this is something I do when everyone in my house goes to sleep. Or at work sometimes, but mostly at, at late at the evenings. So I appreciate it. And thanks to everyone who keeps writing great reviews on iTunes. I appreciate it. We're getting so close to uh, 100, you know, five-star reviews. I think there's like two one-star reviews, but they didn't actually write anything. They just, you know, probably people who didn't like me reading about them giving their secret recipes for how to you know, make the best smearable shit. <laughs> Phil, you gave away my trade secret. Can't vote for you. Anyway, so yeah, if you haven't done any of those things... Please vote on iTunes. Please uh, tell somebody you know about this podcast. I'm, this is a weird podcast. I'll give you that. So when you share it with people, I'm a, a lot. You're gonna hit a lot of people who are like, "Yeah, no thanks." But uh, yeah, please keep getting it out there because uh, I love I love uh, to hear people how people find out about the podcast. And um, I want to thank the guys from the Terrible Friends podcast who had me on recently. It was a lot of fun to do, and so I know that some people have come over to listen to my podcast and have stuck around and have listened to a lot of the episodes. So listen to that podcast because it was a lot of fun to do. So, um, yeah. And uh, I think that's going to have to do it for this episode. Um, I hope everyone's having a, a safe and happy hol holiday. Again, if you haven't bought your Christmas presents, there's still some time to do it. And if, if you want to help me out, you can always go to the loureads.com website and click on the Amazon link, and then I'll get like four percent of every sale that you you know buy something. You buy somebody some uh, you know somebody recently bought like a prostate massager <laughs> from Amazon through my Amazon affiliate link, which I was like surprised, and that would be the last place I would think, but you can buy that there. That's how Amazon is. But yes, again, if you want to support Lou Reads and you haven't done finished your Christmas shopping, if you go to Lou Reads and click through my Amazon link or through the 6 p.m. link and you buy something uh, during that transaction while I'm still cooking in there, I'll get 4% of the sale or whatever. Um, and I don't know 
who bought what or whatever. I can see the things that were bought, but I don't, can't see who bought them. So you're gonna have to be embarrassed if you know if you were the person that bought that prostate massager on Amazon. I have no idea. Um, it's just interesting to know. And um, and as always, make sure you check out the Facebook page. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, which is uh, King underscore Lou or uh, Lou Reads Podcast. I, I tweet, I Twitter more on King the, the King Lou account. And um, also make sure that you um, uh, go to Facebook, follow Lou Reads Podcast on Facebook because I do a lot of uh, you know I, I post news about the podcast there, and um, you know I, I interact with people there. So if you want to get a hold of me, that's a great way to do it. And um, again. Thanks so much for another year of uh, Lou Reed's, listening to Lou Reed's podcast, and I hope that we can keep doing this, uh, me reading horrible stuff for you, for another wonderful year. All right, that's going to do it for me, for Lou Reed's, Reddit, what's the most important thing to happen to you, IRL, my name's Lou, this has been Lou Reed's The Internet, for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.